Hello, everyone. This is Tommy, World at War Comics. I am the creator and writer of a comic called Kingsville. Um, actually, right now we have a Kickstarter going on. Go to Kickstarter, type in Kingsville, check it out. We would love your support. All right. We have an awesome show for you today. But before we get into that, we really could use your help. Ensure that you hit that subscribe button, hit that ring bell. That way you know when all the amazing interviews drop. Also, I wanted to share with you a couple um, brands that uh, work very closely with us. First is Cien Chili's. It's the best hot sauce you will buy. Um, it's C-I-E-N-C-H-I-L-E-S dot com. Go to cnchilies.com. Buy your hot sauce, use comics at checkout, and you'll save 15% off your entire order. Um, one of our other great partners is Comic Crusaders. It's the best in comic book reviews, movie reviews, music reviews, and they also do amazing interviews at Comic Crusaders on YouTube um, of some of the top talent in comic books. So check them out. All right, without further ado, our next guest is Hades. He is the owner of ASAP Imagination. He is also a creator and writer of several titles under that um, brand. And uh, he's here to kind of talk about that and share everything that they're doing. It's a UK-based publisher, but has grown so big that they're really global at this point. I think you're going to really enjoy this conversation. Without further ado, here's Hades and I. Thanks, everybody. Well, hello, everyone. Welcome to World at War Comics. My next special guest is Mr. Hades, owner of ASAP. Uh, man, Hades, I'm so excited to talk to you. I actually, we were talking right before we recorded. <laughs> I have read some of your comics because I, I yes. work with uh, Dave and he is one of the writers for you, man. But uh, I'm glad to be able to talk to you and actually have a little bit of insight as to who you are. And man, the growth that you've had has been absolutely incredible. Um, how are you doing today, by the way? <laughs> I'm good. I'm well, thank you. And cheers for having me on. Like, I really appreciate it. So of course. Cool. Um, yeah, no, I remember when you were re yeah reviewing for for Dave Howard's stuff. So I get thank you for that too. So many thank you. Uh, but uh, yeah, no, guy, so it, 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 oh yeah, yeah. Um, but no, it's it's yeah, no, it's 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 good. It's um, you know, it's it's a good day today. I'm having I'm having fun. I'm having fun. Yeah, absolutely, man. So ASAP Imagination. We were kind of talking about when that started, but before we kind of get into that. Hades, I would love to know a little bit more about you. Like, how did you get into comics? What was that that first entrance into comics that created that passion that brought you to where you are today? Um, I have been a comic book fan since I was eight. Yeah. Um, I'm, <laughs> I'm now 40-something. Yeah. Um, isn't it funny when you get to a certain age, you always follow up with something. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, don't to, I don't really want to talk about it now. So. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, um, I was eight and I was, I'm, I'm a child of the 80s. So obviously, all the fantastical things, Turtles, G.I. Joe, you know, um, Thundercats, He Man, all that kind of stuff. So I loved action, adventure, and stuff. And um, my first proper, proper step into comics was. I would buy the UK versions of, of comics. So you would have like the Beano and the Dandy, the very British yeah. comics. And I loved them. And then my introduction to American comics was, I have an older brother and he uh, wanted me to go away. Like, Shoo. And he, he basically handed the first thing. I think it was to possibly hit me with, but he ended up handing it to me. And he grabbed a copy of a Batman comic. I don't remember which one it is, but he, you know, and he kind of like handed it me and just kind of went, go, shoo, you know. So I did, and I loved it. And then, of course, in 89, Batman 
obviously the film came out and that was hooked done finished i'm 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 here for the long run that's it you know (laughs) um lifelong nerd and uh yeah now i started collecting and i used to do you know odd jobs and you know save all my money up and you know go get what i could and and i love it i love comics they're so great yeah 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 that's awesome man yeah i think uh for a lot of us, I'm also an 80s uh, kid, and uh, that time was absolutely incredible. Um, G.I. Mm. Joe was huge for me. Obviously, He-Man, um, Transformers. I mean, that's the first movie I cried at was the Transformers movie with Optimus Prime. And yeah, it to be a way i never seen death before, like in a cartoon like that before. And that just yeah. hard, man. Um, and then obviously wrestling and everything else that was going on with Hulk Hogan. And mm. It was just such an amazing time to grow up in the 80s. I, I wish everyone could experience it just for a little bit, you know. I miss the eighties, man. I miss it. Genuinely. I do. It, it was, it was, it was so magical. You know, I, I try and like show, I mean, I've, I've, you know, succeeded with my daughters who, who are both now adults, but um, you know, I, I, you know, when they were growing up, I was like, you should watch this great film called labyrinth and then we'll watch dark crystal. And yeah. then we'll watch never ending story, you know, and oh, yeah. <laughs> you know, um, but yeah, no, the eighties were great. And I think it, it, it it's, was a great like from the cartoons and stuff that we grew up on the transition into comics was oh. so natural so easy agree yeah couldn't agree more and then you get into the 90s right and you have everything that happened with image comics exploding on the scene and that changed uh-huh. everything i remember standing in a long line to to get an autograph from todd mcfarland um, when his toy line came out i think it was in 94 95 Right. Um, just it was such a crazy time and i never experienced anything like that um of course we had a little bit of a, a dip for a while but uh man i i really enjoy 90s comics too the exaggeration uh-huh. of all the belts from life field and the pouches and <laughs> just everything about it was so crazy and yeah. outrageous that it was just a lot of fun man yeah 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 cable with like 75 guns on his back <laughs> yeah. even on my same girl um, but yeah yeah no lots of pouches lots of going but then obviously it gave us things like deadpool and you know yeah. the x the x-men really rose in that time and then of course the cartoons as well the, the animated series spider-man batman yeah you know which to me is still like the batman animated uh series is still the if you if it's it's up there with that's the standard for storytelling for for cartoons um so yeah i think we you know our age group incredibly lucky yeah i agree i agree we 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 grew up in a really good time i think man um here we are today mr hades uh so let's kind of talk about asap imagination you uh Mm -hmm. You started this. Maybe you could kind of go into how you started it, what the purpose sure. of it was at the beginning, and then obviously it's much different today in a good way, right? So yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So um, I always wanted to, you know, make comics, you know, uh, for a period of time, and just before, you know, the 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 the, the world breakdown in 2020. Yeah. Um, so at the, the kind of back end of 2019, I had submitted a comic to Dark Horse. Okay. And I just never heard back. And I just kind of went, oh, okay. You know, you, you expect it. And obviously, you know, you can get rejection letters or, or so on and so forth. But then when we went into lockdown, I thought, I'll just do this myself. Then I've got time, you know. So I started to piece it together and, and, and like, okay, you know, we, we've got this one comic. 
which is called Messiah. We got the first issue of that on its way. And um, I, I had this idea of building this world centered around this, this event in London. And I'd made friends with a wonderful uh, writer uh, who's now become my best friend, um, a lady called Laurie Cunningham. And she is a uh, writer and comic book writer out of Canada. Um, she wasn't a comic book writer when I met her. I have dragged her into our nerd world, kicking and screaming. Um, but I said to her, I, I would like you to co-write this book with me. Yeah. And she agreed. And we co-wrote an anthology called Points of Villainy, Points of Virtue. Mm. Uh, it's a double anthology. So basically you've got villainy, then you flip the entire book over, and then you've got virtue. You know, that kind of like flip book, half of it upside down and stuff. Yeah. And, it, and it was set in the same, <clears throat> excuse me, set in the same world as Messiah. Mm. And I was like, right, this, this is the beginning. So we launched um, the company in uh, August of 2020 with a book and a comic yeah and we were like right this this is this is this is the beginning yeah. and now three years on we've got three platforms we've <laughs> built an entire world of titles ourselves we've got so yeah i mean obviously we'll get into it but there's there, yeah a lot has happened <laughs> i wasn't this i wasn't this gray three years ago <laughs> <laughs> no um as a fan of growing up in comics and now the kind of the business side of comics, as it starts to get much bigger, um, has the passion for comics kind of remained or has like the work side kind of taken over? And I don't know if that's a great question, but I like, are you yeah, still there or, or does the work side of it kind of just eat at you a little bit now? Because I, I understand there's a lot of responsibility with being a publisher of yeah. other titles, right? There, there is i think for me it's when i have to do paperwork because yeah. no one likes paperwork um so when it comes to uh brainstorming and writing and characters and then you know talking to people about their stuff yes the passion is there it's great you know? when it comes to paperwork and spreadsheets and doing the books yeah mm -mm. <laughs> not a fan i need doing and i'll do it yeah um but yeah, I'll be I'll be sat there doing that, yeah. and you know I'll be looking at spreadsheets, and my brain's going, "You should be writing, <laughs> well, write, we should write," you know, and you kind of go, "Shut up, brain." Yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, there's the 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 fun creative side of it, and then there's the okay, time to be grown up <laughs> side of it, you know. So absolutely, yeah. yeah. No, it's 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 it. I do you know what though? Even though I I strongly dislike those those aspects, and and again, I know they need doing. It doesn't take away from the overall enjoyment. That's good. That's good. Yeah, because whenever you take something, you bring it into the business world, and it doesn't matter what type of product it is. Um, there is that chance that the passion kind of <laughs> you're like, man, mm. a lot of uh, work outside of just enjoying comics and writing comics. So I always like to know if that passion's still there. So I'm glad that that hasn't taken away oh, yeah. love for comics or anything like that. Man. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, for example, we've got three titles of our own at the moment uh -huh. that, are, that, that have just come up for pre-order. Oh, wow. And we, we, you know, I'm, I'm just, you know, I'm seeing the, the, the finished pages come together and, you know, all that kind of stuff. And it's great because, you know, I'm having several conversations at the same time. I'm having conversations with someone who's lettering pages of some, one of the titles over here, artist over here, we're formatting it over here. 
And it's just like, you kind of look across those things and you go, ah, this is bloody great. Like, you know, because <laughs> uh, I love world building. I think it's my favorite part of it, you know, fleshing it out. It's great to have an idea, but if you can have it, you know, if, if you can make that idea and, and go, right, it's going to go all the way down here and all the way back here. It's awesome. Yeah, you know? it's so cool. So you mm. start um, kind of during the pandemic, you you have mm-hmm. your title that you yes. post, um then what is the next title and then how many titles do you do on your own before you're like maybe we should start looking at other people and what they have created and maybe bringing them under our brand and really become that real publisher of other people's works um well the way it happened was kind of quite organic so i'd written messiah and i still write messiah mm-hmm. and i had written uh, the first issue of a title again based in the same world called dead of night mm-hmm. and then i had also created a, a which we've now got is a one shot called hole and that's part of the same world again but then when laurie and i when we were writing the book because it's a prose book which you know that's it was it was cost effective at the time to do it as a book um, when we were writing the book, she had written a story uh, in, in it and I read it and I instantly knew this was a main character. Yeah. You know, to her, it was this is the story and this is the end. To me, it was like, hell no, this isn't the end. Like, there's so much more to tell. Yeah. So I convinced her, um, much persuasion, <laughs> to write a a comic title so we added sister grim to that and then we spoke with david howard who who obviously we mentioned earlier and we we mean he and i had some brainstorming and stuff like that and um, then we created opsec which is like our version of like the bprd so dave um writes those and then i had written uh, another one, uh, another script for a title called Person, which is spelled P-U-R-S-O-N. And so I'm writing that. Um, and then what happened was, was because there were so many titles and me and Laurie decided to turn the books, the book, the, 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 the double anthology into comics. So they've now, we've got the first, you know, um, Points of Villainy Part 1, 2, 3 are out and Points of Virtue Part 1 is out. Uh, two is one of the pre-order ones at the moment um and then what i did was i signed dead of night over to a buddy of mine called george medina so from issue two he picked it up as a writer because i was running out of like time and you know <laughs> there's, there's 24 hours in a day yeah um and then so so that built naturally so you know from that in in one world we've got points of villainy points of virtue messiah person whole dead of night sister grim and opsec wow so that's that's our world as we call it so that's asap our world so that's everything that happens there everything's kind of interwoven as well so things are getting mentioned across the titles and stuff like that um we're doing four issue arcs to establish the characters in the world okay and then when those when those four issue arcs are done they'll go to trade Mm. and from that point on, so from issue five, we will then start crossing the characters over. Nice. So That's Sister Grim. Cool. Yeah. So Sister Grim will run into Upsec or Person and Dead of Night will 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 meet head on and stuff like that. And we we've we've got a lot of plans with how we want to do that. So that was cool. And then 
how the the other side of it happened was I had been approached. Uh, ASAP was about a year old at this point, mm-hmm. maybe just before. And I had been approached by a creator who was like, I'm, I've been watching what you're doing. Like, this is so cool. Yeah. Um, I'd really like to be a part of it. Yeah. I was like, oh, cool. Um, but I'm a big believer, as many of us are, in the in the indie world is maintain your rights, you know, keep your rights to your properties. Mm-hmm. And I said to him, look, the this world over here, like I own it, you see. I can't slot you in anywhere. I don't want to take your rights. I don't want to do anything like that. Yeah. Um so I just you know, after after speaking with him and, and, and the possibility of doing some other stuff, I thought, screw it. <laughs> so I created a second platform at the time, yeah. and it's called the Anyone World. Oh. And we launched the Anyone World with a, another anthology, um, a, 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 just a, a book, not a graphic novel. And we put out a call for writers um, we got 16 that we accepted for the book. Oh, wow. And it was 16 writers and the cover artist and editor. And uh, everyone did it for free because mm-hmm. with that book, 100% of the sales go to charity. So oh, cool. um, we decided to to do that. Um, it's a charity that's near and dear to me because it, it, it centers around a condition that my son has. Oh, cool. uh, so... It's a condition called dyspraxia. It's like a, a motor function um, um, condition. Mm. But yeah, for, for everyone who's watching, you know, it's the, the book's called Perspectives. It's a very good book and it's a very, very worthy charity. Absolutely. Uh, so we launched the Anyone World with that. Mm-hmm. And then Lance Lucero, who's the creator um, that I'd spoken to, um, he was the first one in oh, from okay. that point. So yeah. we did his book, which is uh, Bob Non-Union Psychic, the big book of Bob, volume one. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a hell of a title, especially with an overbite. I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> um, so we did that. And then um, Malcolm Wong came on board with his dog eaters graphic novel and, and, and so on and so forth. And then we, what we were doing is we were publishing people from, from, you know, the beginning to, so we were handling their print we were handling their digital and so on and so forth and we we kept that going for for a period of time and then february this year i decided to open the floodgates as it were and give people an option to join where we just do distribution okay so um we still handle people fully for 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 publishing but I was like, right, we can do digital distribution for, for people. This is cool. And yeah, it's skyrocketed. Really? And yeah. <laughs> we went from like six products on the Anyone World to, I think it's currently at 86 products. Wow. That's yeah. a lot. That's a lot. <laughs> yeah. 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 We, we, we are currently launching two products a week for the Anyone World up until the 18th. Wow. Then we're taking Christmas off, and then in the new year we're back to it. We've already That's got, crazy, like, man. I think we've already got up to March lined up. Really? <laughs> yeah, That's a lot. So, That's a lot. Yeah. You know how you yeah. manage all that, man. Now I know why yeah. the spreadsheet is so hard to look at. 
a lot of stuff on it <laughs> yeah 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 no it's it's yeah it's getting pretty hefty it's, it's wonderful like it's, it's so great um and some some wonderful creators and again these creators from like all over the world we've got people from the us um canada um australia um tokyo um abu Dhabi. you know oh. it's, it's 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 yeah it's been surreal and brilliant yeah that is so um, yeah um and it's again it's one of those things that you know i make sure that people maintain their rights to their stuff we help them as much as we can yeah. uh, we help people you know talk to people like yourself and get on podcasts and, and you know all that kind of stuff um, we have our own podcasts where we we literally just showcase them as well mm-hmm. um so yeah it's been it's been busy um and um and then the third platform um is called asap minis and basically what that was was my son uh, at the time i mean he's uh nine now but at the time he was only six mm. and he was really interested in what dad did but obviously all of the stuff it was you know too violent and so i can't show him any of this so i started a platform just for him basically just his age group um, so we do kids books and we are, it's our smallest platform at the moment. Um, but we've got some fantastic people coming on next year that have just signed up with us. So we're going to grow that platform as well, but we're looking to do kids books, kids comics, and we're doing some comic strips and stuff like that. Proper old school, you know, those yeah. great four That's to eight. Awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so yes, uh, in a babbly nutshell, that's what it is <laughs> that's what we've got i mean that's it brings forth such an amazing perspective of everything that's been built and how much you've grown just in what a three four year time period that's insane three, yeah. yeah three and a bit years yeah yeah it's uh, it's definitely been surreal i mean again when we started it was one book and one comic and if you would said to me yeah in three years yeah you could say goodbye to office jobs yeah yeah um and and you know starch collars and ties um um, and 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 you know this this will be your life and it's like i would have laughed in my own face if i I (laughs) it would be foolish um but yeah yeah close to a hundred different titles right between all three platforms that you have if not more yeah uh, product wise we're over a hundred um but yeah um it's, it, I think it's 85, like I say, 85, 86 products on the Any One World at the minute. Yeah. Um, OPSEC is at issue three. Um, Messiah, Sister Grimm are at issue two. Dead of Night is issue two coming out. So, well, a person's is at one. Whole is a one shot. So, yeah, we've we've got a good chunk of our own as well, in, you know, in, in fairness. So, yeah, it's it's definitely been busy. Um and and what I've been doing this year as well is to put us into some more mainstream places, um, like physically. Mm-hmm. Uh, so um, you wouldn't know it too well in America, but it's kind of like our equivalent of Barnes and Nobles. And we have a, a place called Waterstones. Um, they're like the biggest book uh, people. Um, we have recently been lucky enough to be, you know, get onto their website. That's um, not yeah not everything you, you, it's everything with an isbn so books and graphic novels will go on there mm-hmm. um but we've just done a we did a post two days ago to to kind of showcase that we've got stuff on there and it's also 
becoming an option for people who are joining us through the anyone world if you have an isbn we can get you on to to these sites and you know stuff like that so yeah. I mean, if you're a writer in the U.S. or in Australia or whatever, and you want to penetrate the U.K. market, it sounds like this is an amazing way to be able to do that, right? Yeah, I hope so. I think so. Um, sounds like it. Yeah, cool. yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I think so. And you know, we, we've we've been very lucky with some of the, the the steps we've been able to take for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's so cool, man. Yeah, I mean, can you kind of share what the U.K comic scene looks like um compared to like i know there's a little bit of differences between the u.s market and the the uk market but and and i it sounds like you're very familiar with both what are some of those major differences or are there very many differences i don't think i think that um there's more similarities than than differences i was recently at a convention um in the kind of north of the country and um a guy who i met uh my buddy george kind of hooked us up he said look i know a guy who's come over from orlando for this convention that you're at yeah. you two should should kind of hook up and um yeah great guy great guy uh called jeff and we um we spoke you know a bit about you know what it's like in the us to the uk and yeah in fairness i think there are more more similarities i think like what we have is, you know, I think for a moment there, there was a lot of worry about the independent businesses. But I think that, or I hope that because more people have been able to make independent comics, then what I hope is those independent businesses can jump on that market more mm-hmm. and we can lift each other up. That's the the hope. Um, but the convention I was at certainly showcased like the variety because it was one of the biggest ones here and it's it's called thought bubble and it really centers around the art and 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 the industry rather than like celebrity guests like celebrity guests are, are great but yeah, they draw a lot of traffic but sometimes it takes away from you know you're at a comic-con and yeah. there's not a lot going on about comics right it's really about the movies that are taking place which i'm a fan of don't get me wrong but yeah, as yeah, yeah. a creator right you're like man we would love a little bit more focus on comics at the comic-con <laughs> exactly exactly yeah yeah that's a hundred percent right but this that's exactly what thought bubble does um you know so uh, you know kind of kudos to them um and and I, I i always network obviously when i'm there to go and talk to people about the anyone world and again it was great because i was talking to people who you know they do horror comics and then there were some people who who do like the kind of like typical kind of you know like superhero comics we have some of that as well and then I was talking to some people that, you know, we're doing, you know, thrillers and comedies and stuff like that. And I think we, in the UK, um, we, we, not that we've stepped away from the superhero stuff as much, but I, I do think that there is, is more in terms of like darker comics over here. Um, I would, I would liken it to like UK to US cinema, Okay. Um, like I always say that UK cinema is 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 more low key and gritty. Okay. Yeah. Um, whereas whereas US cinema is more fantastical and, and, and you know a larger statement, if you like. You know. Say again. A little more exaggerated, maybe. Maybe. Um, yeah, I think that like with with like UK um, 
cinema you know you, you've got more of those kind of like you know the, the um there's a billy elliott's you know the kind of more down grounded that's what i'm looking for that kind of stuff yeah yeah um but yeah so i i, I was able to meet a bunch of great people there and you know i i'm i'm hoping that between the the indie comics and the indie shops we can give everything like a nice second life <laughs> you know? yeah yeah that'd be great that'd be great yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean, right now, um, I mean, you've probably read a lot of the news about this one comic book store that talked about uh, how writers today don't respect what they're writing about, like older writers were. His name was Glenn, and I think he was out of the Northeast. And then Mark Millar came over the top, and he... Oh, uh, yeah. So all yeah, of a sudden, yeah. right, this is like the biggest news in comics right now. And um, yeah. <laughs> Mark Millar has found himself right in the center of it. Um, and he's, I don't think that he said anything wrong or did anything, but somehow it's just become this crazy news. Um, but are you seeing in the UK where comic book stores are, are closing down a little bit and they're struggling a little bit just because of maybe the type of comics that they carry are no longer resonating with readers um, like we're seeing a little bit in the US? Um, I think mainly the conversations that I had with some of the stores over here was just the obviously the you know the 2020 hit business yeah. is hard, and if 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 you're a business that's not um, you know a necessity, you know if you're a, a disposable income business, right. um, then I think that was what was hitting them hard. Yeah, and sure. they had to kind of try and bounce back after that. So the majority of conversations I've had with with the comic book stores over the last two years, really, because obviously twenty twenty you can count that out, but the last two years have been them bouncing back yeah. from from that. Um, I haven't really, I suppose, because when I go, I just normally talk about our stuff. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, oh, these are really nice, but this is great. Yeah, yeah. Really sure. Sure. Um, so, but yeah, I I I saw what what it was you were referring to. Um, I'm not a big social media person. I use it for work. That's probably good. Um, Eighties, yeah, probably good. It probably keeps you sane. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I remember because obviously we have to do a lot of marketing and stuff sure. like that. And um, I was because uh, you know you have to use all you know. Not only do you have to use these social media platforms, but you have to be inventive. You have to make sure that you you know your posts stand out and they look good and so on and so forth. And I was talking with my my youngest daughter, and she's nineteen. And I remember her going, "Oh, Dad, you should try TikTok. TikTok's cool." And I was like, I felt like such an old fart because I was like, ah, yes, the tickety tockety. I've heard of this. Yeah. Um, so with my pipe and handlebar mustache, like, you know. yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, so I, I do like use social media for work. Yeah. Um, but I don't tend to sit on it if I can help it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I, I, I think for me, just because of how negative it can get, it, it affects me. Um, mm-hmm. so I just don't want to be involved yeah. in it. And I, I obviously see it, I read it, and uh, you know, like, wow, that's that blew up in a weird way that I didn't think it should have. Um, but yeah. I, I never respond, I never jump into those kind of conversations. I want to stay way far away from that. It's just I don't have the 
emotional capital to be able to utilize in that kind of a fashion personally. Um, yeah. But you know, we're in the industry, so I try to keep up on those. And I'm a huge Mick, uh, uh, Mark Millar fan. I mean, I love his writing. I think he's one of the better writers right now in comics. Yeah, personally, mm -hmm. I just love his writing. So um, when I saw that he got involved, um, and he was just sticking up for the guy. Um, I was like, wow, this really got crazy really quick. And then all of a sudden all the comic pros jumped in and everyone's ready to take each other's head off. And you're like, I don't get it, man. <laughs> just, I, I feel like there's so much time in the day to spend energy and to, to get involved on Twitter or Instagram over these kind of fights, man. I, I mean, more power to them if that's what they're into, but that's not my <laughs> Same. I, 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 you know, I, I would, I go on, you know, and obviously I support a bunch of not just people that that we work with, but obviously I've got a lot of friends who who have, you know, either podcasts or they have comics out or books out and stuff like that. So you want to go and support them. I'm happy to go and do all of that. I'm happy to go and spend time on social media with a smile on my face. The minute the smile drops, I'm out. <laughs> I'm like, exactly. Yeah. It's just been it's like it's like leaving a party when when you know when you're at a party and say the, the hosts are arguing with each other. Yeah, yeah. You awkwardly start making your way to the door. <laughs> that's that's how I am with social media sometimes. Yeah, I'm just yeah. gonna I'm gonna take this cake though. I'm yeah. just gonna... <laughs> that's 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 me awkwardly leaving very <laughs> fair i feel like the older i get the more i'm like that too mm. yeah i just yeah. don't have the time for it and yeah yeah i don't have the, don't have the energy i don't have the i i also watch some of the videos because you look at videos to get inspired as well see so what's working and what you know what you can what you can put out there and i look at some of the videos and i'm like i don't think i've got the energy or yeah. the flexibility to do that yeah you know I mean? Um, you know, and when you look at certain like trends on social media, and I'm like, yeah, no, I'm way too old for that. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> no, so you're not doing any dancing videos to push uh, comics, then I guess. I don't think so. I don't think that's, <laughs> that's going to happen anytime soon, unless you just want to watch a, a grown man pull his like you know thigh muscle or something and have to sit exactly. down. Just give me a sec. Just give me a sec. <laughs> you know, yeah. Um, yeah, I think the most exciting thing that I could put out would be if I could still manage to take my stairs in twos. Yeah, <laughs> that's like, that's such a, a winning day, right? If you could do yeah. that. Yes, look at that. Check me out. I've got, a, I've got a stitch and I need to sit down, but I did it. That's, yeah. That's, yeah. <laughs> so I'm happy you're sitting here writing. Um, but yeah, no, I, I like we, we use it. And, and again, like I'll be putting out a post uh later because we've got a launch today so you know and we use um youtube as i said we've, we've got um, our own shows on there and um, we have a, a drink and draw that laurie cunningham hosts we have the anyone world showcase that laurie calcaterra hosts we know too many laurie's yeah i was gonna uh, say there's a pattern uh, for the uh, yeah. <laughs> um, me and me and george medina host uh we do a show like a review show okay um called shoot the ish um uh, <laughs> so we we put out a subject uh i'm actually running behind on the edit for shoot the ish because i've been so busy with actual work yeah, yeah. i can't <laughs> um but we 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 put it out on instagram yeah. um we've got a few episodes on there already the fan favorite of our episodes was when we did a review of 80s cartoons that was the one that people were like yes yeah. Um, yeah. so we, we we do stuff like that and and then tying it back in with the comics we actually have a live character on our youtube channel 
I really wanted to make something that was interactive. Yeah. Yeah. So I created a character called the Conjecture. Mm. And he's a conspiracy theorist. <laughs> and he he's like our version of like the question. Yeah. And he is going starting next year, we're really going to push it. But he does conspiracies about the stuff that happens in our world. Yeah, that's cool. And, and he is a character, and you he is within the pages of our comics. We're just not telling you who. Oh, how cool. <laughs> um, so I love it. He does videos, and he talks about the world. So the first video that's on there is him talking about the event, and his voice is distorted, and you know he's got <laughs> his, his, his avatar and stuff like that. But he kind of breaks the fourth wall, and I really wanted to have fun with that kind of thing. I think trying to do comics and and marketing in in in, in as many different ways as you can is 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 cool. Um. So like so we had the conjecture and then some other examples. Um. Hole, the comic that I mentioned before, which is our uh, one shot. The entire issue is drawn in first person. Oh, okay. That's so the cool. entire issue, you're looking through her eyes through That's the characters. Awesome. Eyes. Um. You know and. It's it's great because you really have to like you know, look at the perspectives and the, the angles and stuff like that. Um, so that that that's great. And then when we converted the book, we started putting it into um, comic issues. We do two stories an issue. Okay. In the first issue, I uh, have a buddy called Morgan Quaid. Um, he's a podcaster and he's also through our Any One World, yeah. um, but he's also a composer. So what I did was I spoke to Morgan and I said, can you read, if I, if you read these two stories, mm -hmm. could you write me a piece of music based on how they made you feel? Wow. Like, yeah. And he's a wonderful composer and he wrote this really great piece of music called Midnight Folly. And on the inside cover of the comic, there's a QR code and you can download the music for free. Wow. And then when you're reading the comic, you listen to the music and it's that idea of like, being more immersed in the world and feeling it rather than just reading it. That's so cool. Yeah. That's an awesome. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Um, I just, again, it's Check trying different things, you know? Yeah. I mean, you have to, right. You got to test the waters and see what sticks. Right. Mm. Yeah. 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 Um, which, and again, it's been a blast. We, we, um, we have a character in, in our, in our comics. So he's called Foe. And uh, he's in uh, Messiah, and I wanted to create a character where you never see his face. Very much the like my tip of the cap for to V for Vendetta, yeah. and he, you never see him without his mask. His yeah. clothing changes, yeah, but you never see him without the mask. And essentially, what I wanted to do was create the cheapest cosplay you could possibly get. <laughs> Uh -huh. yeah that's such a good a good way to do it yeah yeah, yeah. but what we what we did as a marketing campaign and it's still live so people can still go ahead and do it is yeah. if you go to the website you can download a free foam mask uh -huh. um you can print out and what you do is if you print it out cut it out put it on take a picture uh, and then tag us in it and then hashtag friend of foam then you you can win a free digital gift pack oh, that's cool. <laughs> so, yeah we had a lot of people when we first launched it i thought maybe we'll get a couple dude it went crazy there were so many people who did it and i was like 
this is awesome. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome, man. I love it. I love it. Yeah, that engagement, right, with uh, potential readers is so crucial. And for an indie um, comic publisher, sometimes it's really hard um and so yeah coming up with amazing ideas like that to kind of break through i think is really cool man and, and i think we just need to think of more things like that in order to uh, create that type of engagement because really that's what it is right you want to make that engagement and then after that you want to make that emotional connection so that hopefully you throw a hook out there and they get stuck um within the world that you've created right and, and they become passionate yeah, yeah. fans hopefully Definitely. And again, it's it's so much fun for us yeah. as well. Because when 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 again when we first did the campaign and loads of people started sending us stuff, yeah. you know, we I mean, but me and Laurie were just like, you know, she I'd message her and go, another one. <laughs> uh, and, and then she actually had a poster made for me. Um and, and I mean it's a bloody huge poster. I'm six foot. And then when the poster, because I didn't know this was coming, I just had a delivery. Yeah. Um, this massive tube turns up. And what she'd done, the sneaky little minx, but she had had this poster made and she'd got everyone who, you know, the pictures that we'd already got, plus a, uh, a bunch of people we work with. And she had made this huge poster with all the, the images on, with foes stood in front of it. Oh, how cool. and, it and it said, we're not friends of foe, we're family. Oh, yeah. But it's like a five and a half foot nearly six foot poster it's bloody massive it's on my it's on my wall in my office That's cool. uh, it's it's so good but you see all of those together and you go i see I love, I, I, how can you not love that you know yeah, exactly <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. it's cool man it is so cool man well, I mean, with everything that you've accomplished over the next three years, what are some of the goals? Is, is there something that you're trying to accomplish that you haven't accomplished with uh, ASAP Imagination that is part of your goals over the next couple of years? Or you just kind of want to maintain and build what you already have? A um, bit of both, I think. Um, I would love to, uh, as I say, I'm working on the main stream stores for people. The more eyes you have on it, the, the, the more we can grow. Um so, um, you know, I, obviously I, I, I reach out to stores on a continual basis. Um, I actually, um, I, I put a, it's, it's called a bolt-on on my phone bill, which means that I can make international calls okay. for pence rather than pounds. You know, so. Yeah. Um, so I aim to, I, I ring a bunch of comic shops from all over the world, like every day. Um and let me tell you, having the name Hades in this accent goes a long way. <laughs> I would think so, yeah. <laughs> I heard you and John talking about it. I thought that was really funny. Yeah, 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 exactly. <laughs> it's, it's it's so true. It is so true. But I, I, I do that, and I do um, nomad tours where I go and visit stores and things like that. Um, so I, I would like to do that. I would like to do a U.S. nomad tour. I think that would be fun and, and connect with as many people who are part of the anyone world while I'm there. Um, I I definitely would like to over, let's say over the next two to three years, I would love to see us in something. Anim I would love to like our world. I would love to see that in, in animated somehow. That'd be cool. uh, that would be awesome. Especially some of the characters, because I, I in my head, I, I know the way that they move, you know, um, you know, I know that Foe is very rarely like in a static position. He's always, you know, kind of ever ready. He's a very kind of um, kinetic character, you know, so he's always moving. Um, we have a character called Bridget, um, 
I'm from an Irish family and Bridget is based off like Irish folklore. Um, and, and whenever I talk about her or envision her, she never sets a foot on the ground. Yeah, yeah. She's always just floating. It's kind of she's elegant and all. And it, I see it in my head. I would love to see it on the screen. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so, any animators watching? Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, those are those are the things I'd like to see. I have spoken with some some indie film companies. I have spoken with um, some animators already. Um, but no, I'd love to see that, and also for the Any One World as well, because I think if we we can step the anyone world into that world again then you know we can then continue to grow it but you know yeah I'm, i i would love to see the anyone world continue to grow um like our world i would love to you know keep writing and hopefully that you know we can keep building our world and you know people enjoy it and then obviously for the minis um you know the same thing i want to see you know the kids books and the comics and stuff like that um and try and again look at things that are interactive and you know so yeah uh, yeah uh, yeah a bit of both a bit of both that's so cool man well you know as a, a a u.s comic fan um what's the easiest way to get my hands on a physical copy of uh, something from asap imagination um you can order directly from our site because we ship worldwide Oh, that's awesome. So super simple. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> yeah, and nice and simple. Yeah, we, we <clears throat> excuse me, we ship worldwide. And then convention-wise, mm-hmm. um, we have been at conventions in the UK, in Canada, because that's where Laurie's located. Oh, okay. And George Medina recently uh, was at a convention in New York. He was at New York Comic Con. And because he does he does uh, some stuff for our Any One World, and then he does his, um, he's writing for our, our world as well. <clears throat> he put had some of our stuff on the table there, so we've been at been you know at conventions in all three, so which is nice. Is there plans to do more conventions within the U.S. Um, with ASAP Imagination? Yeah, do you have plans like immediate <laughs> plans, or just like over the next couple of years, you just want to do more of them? Um, I think what I'd love to do at some point, like so, w- we're we're now getting to a stage where uh, when we're doing conventions. Um, so, for example, I've been invited to be a guest uh, convention next year. So I'm kind of I'm there. I've got two tables because, again, we've got that much now. I have to do two tables. Yeah. Um, so we've got two tables. But the organizer of the convention um, was actually one of the first people to uh, like put us in a shop. Right. Wow. And That's me cool. and him. Yeah, he's a great guy as well. And me and him were talking and obviously he's seen the growth of all this. So he's invited me to do like a nerdy Ted talk. Yes, um, so I a- might have to starch and tie for that one. So <laughs> you have to um, take that out. It's been a couple of years, right? You have to dust off the yeah, suit. <laughs> yeah. I might just get one printed onto a t-shirt instead. There you go. Probably... I think that's better. You, you could do that as a, a comic owner, <laughs> a publisher, right? You don't have to. Yeah, have to own one. yeah. <laughs> I'm allowed. I'm allowed. But yes, yeah, so I'm, you know, so we're able to do more stuff like that. So what I'm hoping is over the next couple of years, we'll get to a stage where, you know, um, Laurie and I, um and 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 you know george and 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 dave howard can go to one together like the four of us and do a panel as well while we're there and you know really hammer home the stuff we're trying to trying to do you know yeah that's so cool thank you um i should mention as well yeah we uh i also 
um, when I opened the Any One World up in February, I also launched uh, another aspect to, to my business. Um, it's called GIG, uh, which stands for Global Indie Group. Oh, how cool. And uh, yeah, thank you. So what I wanted to do was make, we all, you know, when you're looking for people to work with and people to help promote and reviewers and so on and so forth, yes, yeah, social media is great. But as we previously mentioned, there's a lot of noise on social media. Yeah. And as well as that, there's a lot of spammers and there's a lot of, you know, AI, yeah. AI stuff, you know, all that. So what I did was I created Gig to give people a way. For, it, it was a way to get what you needed, but away from all of the noise. Okay. So okay. I re reached out to a bunch of people that I know, um, whether they be podcasters, artists, you know, uh, writers, directors, all this stuff. And I, and I reached out and, and I spoke to them all and I said, look, I'm, I'm creating this platform called Gig. I want to give people a place where they can go and get like good quality stuff with good quality people. So the premise behind Gig is you can join Gig with just like the conception of an idea. Go, well, I have an idea. I need a writer. Well, there is a section of writers. Okay, so I've got it's a comic. So now I need an artist. Right? There's a section for artists, which also does include letterers and colorists and stuff like that. So I can do that. Okay, I need to fund this. We partner with some crowdfunding um, places. Okay, now I've got my crowdfund. Okay, I need to publish this. There's a bunch of publishers in the publisher section. Oh, myself wow. included yeah. um, but there are other publishers in there as well so people can find a publisher okay i need to promote this there was a section for podcasts and, and stuff like that i need to get this reviewed there's a section for reviewers i want to I, I i've actually i've written a you know a film there is a section for film and video i need to market this go to film and video and you will find it. so it's literally everything that you would need in one place that's awesome um, and and it's me being in, yeah, so it is exactly it's a one stop shop for creatives. Uh, but everyone on there is is either someone that we know and trust, yeah. or if we've got to know them, yeah, um, we've vetted them. If that makes sense, yeah. you know, I mean, that's important, right? Because you know, as a a comic creator, you're searching. Mm. For artists and you start to get all these things through like Instagram or something like, Hey, I'm an artist and I would love to work with you. Can I send you my work? And then they send it over and like, man, this looks amazing. And you don't know what you're doing. Right. So you're like, yeah, I'll pay you 50 bucks to do some of my characters. And all of a sudden stuff comes back and it doesn't look like the art that they sent you. Like is this the same person that I was talking to just the other day. And then sometimes you find out it's not, it's like a group of artists and they're just all working on some of the same stuff all together and it's just it's very shady and it's really hard to get a hold of them and man to be able yeah. to create something like that could really save people because I know a lot of creators have been burned by people that they thought were legitimate and then they found out they weren't right um, right. so, or they're yeah, yeah. stealing someone else's art as that first art that they're sharing with you and then when you finally get their art you're like yeah, that's yeah. not what I was expecting. <laughs> I was working with you. Yeah, yeah. yeah, exactly. And then obviously the introduction of like AI art and all the spams yeah. and and again, like I say, you get the noise. So you know, you you someone might suggest. You know, you go on social media and you say, "Hey, can anyone suggest an artist?" And someone suggests that artist, or someone says, "Hey, I'll do it for this price." And the yeah. next thing, you've, you some people are having an argument, and you go, "But I, I just wanted an artist." <laughs> <laughs> <Like, laughs> 
<laughs> so it just removes all of that. That's because cool. everyone has their opinion and that's cool. And and you know, um you, then you've got AI art, that's not cool. And you know, scammers and spammers also not cool. But you know, and, and I just wanted a way to help people get away from that noise. Um, but again, it gives you everything that you need literally from from start to to finish product to what you need to do after the product's there, you know, done. Um, so, you know, it's a good list of, of great people. And I've had the privilege of working with so many of them, you know. So, Incredible. Yeah. Man, hey, you've got a lot going on, man. I feel like you keep adding things, though. <laughs> I'm a bit of an idiot in that sense. Yeah. Yeah, I don't do myself any favors. Um, <laughs> oh, it's so good for the community, though, right? Uh, I mean, if you see... What the, you know, I mentioned this to someone else on a podcast. You know, I'm I'm very fortunate to live in a, a small town near Palm Springs, um, mm. about 35 minutes away from Palm Springs. I live in a small town, and we actually have a comic book store here. And a, a lot of you know people have to drive to a comic book store, and I'm fortunate to be able to like five minutes. I'm at my local comic book store, and I could get my list and all that stuff, and I hang out there, and it drives my wife nuts because I'll spend three hours there. Talking about comics and stuff, but I'm very fortunate. But what I found is my second comic book store has really become like Kickstarter, Indiegogo, you know, all these different crowdfunding. And I just search. I mean, you go to Kickstarter, I don't know how many comics are on there right now, but there's a lot. And I just mm. scroll through. I'm just saying, okay, I want to find something in sci-fi and, and you know, something that would blow me away that you know, I'm a big Green Lantern fan, but something a little bit different from that. You know what I mean? So I'm constantly looking for that kind of stuff. And I found that my local LCS is where I get all my main stuff that's in print. And then I look for stuff that I know he wouldn't carry on Kickstarter or Indiegogo. And it's it's become such an amazing place to do your shopping. Um, and so yeah. I, I don't know if you're feeling the same way in the UK with that. And are you using Kickstarter um, for a lot of your... Um, titles that are upcoming too are you doing a lot of crowdfunding um we only ever did one which oh, okay. is right at the beginning um yeah. but we are because we're doing all our trades next year we are doing kickstarters coming up like next year we'll be doing it we'll be, we'll be doing a few because we want to get our trades done and out there and you know so so we will we, definitely be doing it again um but i've supported a lot on kickstarter myself i've, I've had some great books um and and again because i know so many podcasters i'll, I'll like tune into their show because yeah. you also you know support them but sure. i'll tune into their show and then their guests on and you go oh that book sounds awesome yeah <laughs> um and i i i remember talking to george because he co-hosts a show um with sam vera called catch the craze and um he, he messaged me and he was like oh if you can make the show uh, they've got this great guest on this was a while back and I was like, yeah, yeah. It's now their show comes out at like my one a.m. Yeah, but quite the insomniac, so it's okay. Okay. Uh, <laughs> so that's how I get this complexion. And <laughs> so I was watching it, and then that was it. You know, like I, I think it was about a month or a month and a half later, and I was like, I've got to stop watching your bloody show. And he's <laughs> like, why? This is costing me a fortune in Kickstarter. Some of this stuff is amazing. Yeah. Um, and that, yeah, there was, yeah, but it, you're right. It is a great place. Like, and 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 again, 
it's you know so many people that we know and people who who come through the any one world you know um use kickstarter and 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 indiegogo and crowdfunder and stuff like that so you know there's it, it, it it's a great time for like that community aspect which i love and that support it's, it's, it's so important yeah, yeah. No, fully agree fully agree well, man, Hades, that is incredible. I love what you've built. I love that you're building community around what you've built. So it's not just about you, but it's about the indie. All right, the stronger the indie comic scene is, I think for all of us, the better it is for everybody in the long run. So um, yeah, yeah. put a lot of really cool things together to help the community. And then, man, you're you're a busy busy team that you've built over there that's insane man uh, uh, no I'm, I'm very lucky i work with some some amazing people but i also know that if i message like laurie and go i've got an idea her first thought is oh no <laughs> <laughs> Again. She probably has to hang up on you and just gather herself and then call you back. Okay, now I'm ready. Let's do this. <laughs> God, damn it. What are we doing? <laughs> uh, but yeah, yeah. No, I'm very lucky. And, and, and you know, they, they are great. But, you know, and again, it's, you know, we're, we're all over the place in yeah. terms of worldly location. So, so many great perspectives and things that I wouldn't have thought of and, sure. and, and ways to look at things. So, yeah, man, it's a great time for it. Yeah. Well, man, Hades, I, I can't tell you how much I appreciate you jumping on, man. Awesome. Thank you for having me. Hopefully we could do this more often, man. I love talking with okay. you. You've uh, accomplished a lot. And, uh, and I, I think we need uh, more indie publishers like you that uh, we can learn from, right? Because I think you're doing a lot of really cool things that I think are are just perfect for the indie scene. So um, love to have you back on again, Hades. Anytime. Appreciate it so much. Yeah. And then in the in the comment section and in the inscription, I'll make sure that I post, um, you know, the, the, um, the web address and the ways to get a hold of you Thank and, you. and, yeah, uh, yeah. make sure that, uh, people check out, uh, the website because there's a lot on there. And I know mm -hmm. Dave who uh, lives really close to me, by the way, that we do uh, comic reviews for. Cool. Yeah. He lives really close within 35, 40 minutes. So, um, I think he'll be really happy that, uh, I talk to you as well, man. When I tell him. Yeah, yeah, that'd be cool. Awesome. No, thank you so much for having me on. It's been an absolute blast, dude. Yeah. Yeah. Anytime, my friend, anytime, man. Um, have a great rest of the week and uh, I hope to talk soon. Wicked. Thank you so much.